Hello and welcome back to See Red UK, where quite simply, it's Chicago Bulls thing. This podcast is part of the Fans First Sports Network, so wherever you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the bell, give us a thumbs up and reply in the comments down below. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm good, thank you. Uh, looking forward to having a bit of a chat. Uh, we've got a little bit more to talk about than we did on the last pod, so um, looking forward to it. Yeah, we're um, just sort of transitioning out away from the off-season to well, obviously what we've discussed we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to round out Matt versus Neil at the end of this episode as well, Game 7. I'm pulling it back. The comeback is on. <laughs> yeah. I say basically this episode should put to rest the off season for us so we can move forward and hopefully with a win for me. Um, Latest news now, the obviously title of this episode is International Bulls. So I'll leave the International Bulls for now because that's going to be the main part of it. Obviously, we've had another thing from. Lonzo Ball, basically saying he will play again. Uh, was he in Atlanta at some sort of a? I can't remember what it was like a news conference type thing on it. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. who was worded as. I think it was Darnell Mabry from the Athletic that sort of brought yeah. it to everyone's attention. You know, to be fair, I haven't listened to it. Um, I don't mean any disrespect to Lonzo in any sort of way. I'm sick of listening to it now. Sick of hearing it. Do you know what I mean? It's Bulls have finally dealt with it. Good to see that he's putting himself back out there a little bit. You know, um, you know. Hopefully, he's in a good headspace. It yeah. Kind of feels a little bit manufactured to me by his dad. He's kind of like, you know, you've not been there for the last year and a half. Maybe you need to get yourself out there a little bit. Call Stephen A. Smith out. You know, tell everyone that you're coming back. Just basically get your name back out there, get the brand back out there. You know, it might sound a little bit harsh, but that's it's the big ball. To me, yeah. You know, it would. Do you expect anything different off his dad? Um, you know, it's he's out for the season. Whether he comes back next year, who knows? Hopefully, he does. If not. I don't really want to see any more videos of him getting up and down out of a chair. So I don't know what your your take on Lonzo Ball at the minute is. Yeah, look, um, I'm glad that he's able to stand there and, and have a bit of confidence, which was obviously lacking for a long time because he was so defeated in his recovery. And I'm happy for the guy. I'm, I'm happy that he's feeling like he's improving and that there is a chance he could come back. I mean, he'd be the first person to ever do it having had those kinds of operations, but um, that's someone's got to be the first, right, at some point. So I hope it's him. I hope he comes back to some sort of a semblance of the player that he was previously. Uh, but, you, you know, you've made your point now, Alonso. Go back to rehab. Go back to getting stronger. Go back to getting ready to play. And and don't mind all the rubbish and, and all, the, all the storm that's going on around you. Just leave it go and get back to what you need to do. Yeah. And speaking of storms, <laughs> there was uh, another one. Is it Nate Lyles? I believe his name is the American sprinter. Yeah. Um. Obviously, won gold medal in I don't know was it two hundred meters mm-hmm. something like that. 
and for some reason decided to take a dig at the NBA, saying, why do they call themselves world champions when the sport is played in America? Mm-hmm. Obviously, NBA players hit back. Some, you can kind of understand why they did it, because they've actually won a ring. Mm-hmm. Some have never won a ring and have made themselves look a little bit stupid. Um, then you get Denzel Valentine chirping in. Um, bit of an awkward one as to how you judge it. Obviously, us being here in the UK, probably see it a bit different to how Americans see it. Um, And I'm trying to to word it (laughs) so I don't offend anybody, as I've seen plenty of people doing it on Twitter. um, In the (sighs) not-so-nice way, I'll Mm -hmm. I'll say. Um, Basically saying that Americans are idiots for believing it to be that way. First of all, I don't understand why he's had the little pop. There was no need for it. No, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, you've just won your world title, you know, the gold medal in your world sport, whatever you want to call it. You've gone through whatever you've gone through. I just didn't understand, unless he's had a fallout with an NBA player somewhere in the past. To me, there was no need for it. Now on to whether the NBA champions are the world champions. Um, no, in my opinion, because the FIBA World Cup is going on in Europe at the minute. I know it's not in Asia at the minute, which is what we're going to talk about. So they're the world champions. I believe Spain are the current holders. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, they're the world champions. Yes, the NBA is the best league in the world. Yes. But that doesn't make it, or doesn't make you a world champion when you win it. And MLB do it as well, don't they? They have the World Series, yet it's all played in America. Yeah. NHL, you play for the Stanley Cup. NFL, you play for the Super Bowl. You know, so there's no world champions and what have you. I personally don't understand why they think they're world champions just because they've won the best league in the world. You don't have Man City turning around saying that they're the world champions because they've won the Premiership because that's where all the best players are. Or whoever ends up winning this Saudi league because they're throwing all the money at it to get all the best players doesn't mean they're going to be world champions because the World Cup gets played every four years. They're the world champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I, I just don't get how, why NBA players have come out and said you know, we are world champions because we've won the best league in the world. As I said to you yesterday, the MVP for the last however many years hasn't been American. So, you know, the best players aren't necessarily from America as it stands, do you know what I mean? And yet they're saying that they're the world champions because they've won that league. It just, I think it's trending on Twitter at the minute, N in NBA stands for national. So it's your, your national champions as Man City are by winning, you know, the Premiership. They're the European champions when they win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all right, they have the World Club Series bollocks that they play later on in the year when they can class themselves as world club champions. 
not world champions. Um, so I think it's just all it's all terminology in it. It just doesn't semantics. Yeah, you know, and look, at the end of the day, we're all NBA fans, you know. So we all we all know it's the best league in the world. I just don't understand why why they're saying the the world champions. Um, I don't know if you've got anything to say on that. Yeah, you know, like you say, there it's semantics. It it it, it is terminology. And it's it's been in play. It's not like something they've just changed it this year to the world champions. I mean, this is going back decades, right? Mm. So it's one of those things that do you change it now? Is it worth changing it now? Because the world and the sport has gone more global. It's more competitive globally. Therefore, you know, before it was almost a given that the NBA players were the best in the world, right? It was an absolute given. There was no other team really that could compete with them. Well. Them days are kind of gone. Like you say, the last four MVPs have been non-American players. The the global scene for basketball has, you know, improved exponentially. And it's not the same game as it was before. It's not as American-centric as it was before. I mean, the fact that we do this and we aren't in America goes to show that it it has spread. And and that began back in the 90s with Michael Jordan spreading it around the world and the Dream Team. And back then they could take on anybody and absolutely wipe the floor with them. They were, without doubt, the best group of players ever assembled in a team um, in basketball against any other team in the world. But it's changed. And I understand that the term and the championship has always been world champions and therefore you know do you change it now do you accept the fact well it's always been that so it has to stay that it's 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 real it's a real gray area i guess but um i can see both sides of the coin you know well, it's always been the world championship okay fair enough but then on the flip side you're not world champions you're national champions like you say national basketball association so should they change it altogether um, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of diehard people who just won't change it, don't want to change it, go up in arms about the idea of changing it. But then, you know, sometimes change has to happen. Uh, and we do live in a politically correct world. Um, you know, the was it the Redskins had to change their name recently? Was that correct? No, the Blackhawks, wasn't it? The Chicago Blackhawks had to change their names recently. Um, I think or, they've kept, yeah. Just, there was talks yeah. of, of changing it or something. Um, yeah, everybody's offended. Yeah, you, you, you know, sometimes change has to happen. Sometimes change is good. Sometimes change is not good. Sometimes change is just change. And this may have put a spotlight on um, Adam Silver and put him in a position where he has to sit back and think about it. But to be honest with you, it's a bit of a non-story, really, as far as I'm concerned. The NBA is the NBA. I love the NBA. You love the NBA. And I don't care who else is good at basketball. The NBA is what I love. They're the players that I love. They're the teams that I love. And um, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, we will go on to the FIBA World Cup, where the world champions will be crowned. Um, and obviously, there's two balls in action at the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikola Vucevic. Playing for Montenegro and Carly Jones playing for South Sudan. Um, Vooch has been all right mm-hmm. from what 
seen. Uh, I've seen game in particular. Yeah, I've not been watching the games. It's just sort of box score watching, highlight watching, stuff like that. Um, but they've played three games, won two, and then they lost this morning to Lithuania. Mm. Um, I've not got the individual game stats, but I have got his stats through the three games. He's played a total of 84 minutes, put up 62 points, 21 rebounds, four assists, five steals, six blocks, three turnovers. Um, and I've got his shooting percentages, but I won't go into it. Um, you know, and he, I think until today's matches, he was he was up there mm-hmm. as the sort of top top scorers, you know, top efficiency players and stuff like that. Possibly dropped a little bit because he didn't have the best of games. Um, no. Scoring wise, he, he got eleven free throws. I know that much, and he only got nine points. Eleven of them, didn't he? Eleven for eleven. Yeah, but, yeah, I think he's fifteen of fifteen overall in the tournament so far from the line. Um, and I mean, there's been a lot of comments on social media, as you expect. Uh, hopefully, you can come back and do it. Hopefully, you can. You know, why can't he do this at Bulls? Blah blah blah. Now, one thing I have noticed is, you know, the international game is completely different to the NBA. Yeah. You know, the first two games, for example, he played Mexico and Egypt. You name me a Mexican and an Egypt, Egyptian player. <laughs> no can do. <laughs> then today they played Lithuania and they end up losing. Obviously, Vooch goes up against Jonas Valanciunas, who doesn't tend to fare that well against in the NBA at times. Mm-hmm. But he ended up leading the scoring, so fair play to him. Obviously, the three-point line's a bit closer in as well. Um, he hasn't really took that many threes. I think he's only took six and hit three of them. Yeah, he was none for three against Lithuania today, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, six threes taken in three games is not... That's not how Bulls play him, is it? <laughs> you, know, no. you kind of see him doing that in one game, let alone across three yeah. games. Or some people do. Um but to me, he's looking a bit slimmer as well, a bit leaner. Uh, there's been other comments about, you know, is he going to come in fresh for the season? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he played all 82 games last year. I mean, they're through to the next round. Possibly, you know, do they end up losing that? I don't know who they're going to face yet, but. You know, it could have just be four games that he ends up playing. Mm-hmm. He's then going to have another month off, and then it's training camp pre-season. You know, that's not a worry for me. Will Vooch stay fit? Because I don't think these games are as competitive for a start. You know, what I mean, he's not playing NBA caliber players, as I just said. You name me an Egyptian and a Mexican player. You know. I can't, which is why Vooch has probably stood out in them two games because he's playing lesser sort of calibre players. No disrespect to him because they're playing for the country. Um, but yeah, what's your take on Vooch through these three games? Yeah, I don't see any issue with it. I think it's possibly even a good thing for him, keeping the fitness up uh, prior to going into um, training camp. Uh, it probably gets a bit more competitive as it progresses. Uh, obviously, you're playing the better teams at that stage um, and the games 
become more competitive as you start getting more of a goal than it is in the group stages at the moment. But um, that aside, uh, I mean, barring an injury, uh, I, I wouldn't be worried about fitness um, on that side of it. It's, it's just more a case of let's hope he doesn't get injured. And, you know, you've got that in every sport when a player represents his country or her country. You know, it's always a risk if they go off and they play extracurricular games outside the club. The club is paying them huge money and then they go off and they get injured playing, you know, under their flag. I can, I've always understood that frustration from a club perspective as against the actual pride of the player. Um, and look, personally, if I was in a position, which trust me, I'm not, but if I was in a position to have the opportunity to play professional basketball and I was given the opportunity to play for Ireland, I would certainly play for Ireland, do you know? So as far as I'm concerned, fair play to every player that wants to represent their country. Let's just hope he doesn't get injured. Yeah. Um, you know, and on to Carly Jones. I was just trying to get his stats up then. You know, the second ball, um, as you put across the bottom, playing like an all-star for South Sudan. Whether he's actually ever been to South, South Sudan, I don't know. I'm sure he will after this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, first time for everything. Um, you know, and but fair play to him. You know, he's obviously wanted to put himself out onto a different different stage, different mm. level of basketball. And, you know, he's looking good. Um, obviously, like I say, representing South Sudan. We've got the, the little old Deng sort of connection as well. So, obviously, that Bulls connection. And obviously they made the fit. Well, they're making the debut as a as a nation in the World Cup. Um, won one, lost one. I think they play again tomorrow morning. Um, and Carlit Jones, as you've said, is looking like an all star. Yeah. Um, he the lost to Puerto Rico and then they beat China. And through them two games, he's played sixty seven minutes, put fifty six points, eight rebounds, seventeen assists. Six turnovers and four steals, uh, and he is fifty percent from the three-point line. He hit, did hit a, a deep one uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, very stuff. Steph Curry-esque. Um, he's nineteen of thirty-seven field goals, and he's twelve of fifteen on, from the line. <sighs> Again, he's played Puerto Rico and China. Um, Get him in the starting five for the balls. <laughs> apart from Yao Ming, I can't name a Chinese player. Um, I, don't, I don't think he plays for him anymore, does he? <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I shouldn't think so. Um, when Yao Ming was one hell of a player, though, but yeah. uh, played um, good injuries. Yeah, and so yeah, Khalid Jones is looking good. I think he's he's definitely up there as uh, one of the top point scorers. Um, the clips I've seen of him, he, you know, he's getting to the rim. He's playing tough. He's, you know, he's going up against in, in amongst the trees, really, because he's very undersized. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, it, as you just said, put him in the starting five. <laughs> he it is starting to go that way. A lot of Bulls fans are, we need to see him play more. We need to see him get their minutes. He's the G League MVP. He's looking like an all-star out in the World Cup. It's not the NBA, is it? No. And um, 
watch you know, everybody go very quiet once he gets a few minutes on the floor for the Bulls in the NBA. I mean, I hope he proves me wrong. I'd love him to come out there and and just be this like little firecracker on on the floor. But um, let's let's hope that happens. Uh, I just don't think it will. Yeah, I mean, for me, look, I don't hate him, um, and I don't love him. He's just there. I respect what he's doing out for South Sudan. I respect the fact that he was G League MVP. Mm-hmm. But as I said in the chat yesterday with Sam, who's very high on Carly as an NBA player, name me another G League MVP that's doing well in the NBA at the minute. And he, he couldn't. I can't. You know what I mean? I think the only other one I re- really sort of recognise is um, Boucher at Raptors. I think he won it a few years back. Okay. Um, See what Scoot does. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just think to me, with Carly, if you want him to get minutes for Bulls, whose minutes is he taking? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem he's got. Exactly. You know, and I think all he's doing in the World Cup and throughout obviously what he did last year is he's putting himself on the market and he's making Bulls have to make a decision on him because he's still, you know, it's not a fully guaranteed contract. Um, it, you know, so they can still waive him. And I'm sure there's a lot of other NBA teams that are looking at him as maybe a, a third choice guard rather than being as far down as he is with Bulls. Right. Where he could get more minutes, you know, these sort of younger teams, these teams that are, you know, somewhere like Wizards, for example, do you know what I mean? They like to take our cast-offs, don't they? Devon Dotson and stuff like that. Um, you know, so, yeah, full full, full credit to him. You know, he won the player of the game uh, in yesterday's game against China. He's looking good. He looks fantastic in the G League. He puts up points in the G League. But yeah, I, I nothing against him. Um, I hope he has a good career, successful career. But I just can't see it being with Bulls. That's that's my only issue with him. Um, purely because I can't see whose minutes he takes. Because he's that far down the pecking order, and yeah, it's the same reason why we let. Javon Freeman Liberty go to Raptors. Right. Because, you know, what's the point in having them and not playing them? You know, Carlick's proving he can do it at that level. Mm-hmm. Now he needs to prove he can do it at the NBA. And to me, he's just not going to get that opportunity at Bulls. And we're no. kind of wasting him as a as a talent. We're wasting a roster spot because you but want if- that if you're Carlick Jones, do you want to come and play for the Bulls right now when you know full well that you've got a skittle load of players that you've got to knock down before you even get near the floor? Yeah, exactly. So he's probably sat in China or wherever they're, they're playing their games at the minute thinking, can you wave me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me you know, I'm putting myself in the shop window here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so obviously that's how how the Bulls are doing. Um, now, obviously, the international game, as we've just said, it is this is, at the minute, to crown the world's champions. Um, it's not something I particularly watch, 
because I'm not paying another 20-odd quid to watch these games and stuff like that. Um, the standard's not fantastic. You know, like we just said, when you're watching a team like Egypt, where you can't name any of the players, you know, to me, that just that doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. Um, I'm not getting too excited by Carlett Jones and Vooch, do you know what I mean? Looking like world beaters out there because of the opposition they played. And at the end of the day, Team USA don't take it serious. No. To do the Olympics, because yeah. you can guarantee next year that Olympic team looks a lot stronger than it does for this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't matter because they've already won the world championship by winning the NBA. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know you don't particularly watch them either, but no. who are you rooting for? I won't ask you who's going to win because it's probably going to be between Team USA and, I don't know. Canada, maybe. Australia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Australia. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to see Vooch um, do it. I'd like to see Montenegro win just purely because Vooch gets a lot of hate and I'd like him to get a bit of a bit of uh, laudit for winning. Yeah, um, for me, yeah, looking out for Montenegro because of Vooch. Enjoying South Sudan because of uh, the Luol Deng sort of link and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and obviously looking at Karlik, how he's doing. But I think I mentioned it in last year when Eurobasket was going on. The team I root for is Germany. Um, that's because Great Britain are crap and they're not even at the tournament. And I was actually born in Germany. So to me, they're my, my adopted home nation, mm-hmm. as basketball players do. So why can't I? Um, and just on that, you know, Troy, I know you're probably listening. Um, obviously, we had a little bit of banter on Twitter the other day as Germany beat Australia. Um, he was slating Den- Dennis Schroeder. And I said he was going to get player of the game, and uh, that's what he did. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, for those who don't know, Troy does the whole lot of bull podcast, and he did a international thing before the World Cup started. So, you know, yeah. check him out. And, um, yeah, I kind of don't root for Australia just because I like to throw a bit of shade at Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a certain other Australian that I don't like. But anyway, that's, you know. Bye bye. Um, so yeah, I'm rooting for Germany. Probably Team USA, Canada, someone like that will end up winning it though. But I'd say you know. so. Yeah. So yeah, I've got nothing else on the World Cup. I don't know if you have. Nope. Uh, I will throw it to you for the competition. Yes. So as Matt mentioned, we are part of the Fans First Sports Network, and they are still running this competition. Uh, up until the 4th of September. So uh, it's definitely worth checking out. We've got the details running there along the bottom for you right now. And um, I will do the ad read as soon as I get it up here on my phone. Here we go. Uh, No, it's not. Just talk amongst yourselves there for a second while I try and find this. 
You caught yeah, me on the hop. As I said on the last one, you know, it's a fantastic prize. And if I was in America, I'd be entering it. Absolutely. Don't watch the NFL. No, but if you are an NFL uh, fan, um, then you have the opportunity to attend your favourite team's week one game if you get lucky. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets uh, to the week one NFL game of your choice, which is up to the value of $5,000. The rules to enter are simple. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. And once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. So, like I said before, what are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favourite team in action. And the contest ends on September the 4th. So you have only got a few days left. Get in while you can and see can you get lucky. Absolutely. So back to international players, international bulls. And back to Matt versus Neil. Matt versus Neil. Shout out Troy for giving us the idea. We've kind of manipulated it a little bit. But we're going to finish off Game 7 being international orientated. Mm -hmm. You've moved the goalposts about five times already today. Hang on, you've moved the goalposts yourself too, right? I'm not my own in this one. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're going to pick a five-man starting lineup with a six-man who is a wild card. The rules are our first two picks have to be all-time international bulls. Mm -hmm. The last three for the starting lineup are current international NBA players. Right. And the sixth man slash wildcard is NBA all-time from obviously now, well, back as far as you want to go, basically. Yep. Um... All international players. Yeah. And that means that they have to have represented a different country to the USA. Mm -hmm. Just because they were born somewhere else, they might have actually played for the USA. Mm -hmm. As we were discussing earlier with Steve Kerr. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Hopefully, them rules are pretty clear. Uh, Hopefully, I win this one because it is game seven and this is the last one. I mean, I'm streaking. I'm coming. I'm coming up from behind to win this uh, game seven and take the championship. I want to be classed as the world champion. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so yeah, I'll uh, throw it to you for spin the wheel for you to get the first pick. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so let me just. Throw and it's not a snake draft again. It'll be picking ten. Correct. First Picks having to be international balls. All right. Time. So here we go. Give it a spin. This could be quite a vital first pick. Oh, my oh. God. Surely we've got to do a best of three for this one. Do you want to do best of three? I think we should. Because this All is, right. I'm sure you're rigging this. Okay, we'll go again. Even Troy did a coin toss the other day and I won it. Okay, that's one each. Oof. Just about though. Right, okay, this is the one that matters. I think I need to count them names. I'm sure yours is on there more. Do you reckon? 
<laughs> now, do you remember how we talked about moving the goalposts earlier on? <laughs> See how you made, managed to swing that in your favour? Right, OK. It's not necessarily a good thing, though, because, as I said to you before, the Bulls players are the ones that's throwing me. Right. All right, I'm going to have to do it. The uh, the trendsetter for international players at the three, Tony Kukoc. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Now, um, now I'm not sure whether I'm going to be allowed to use this player. I think you could quite easily veto this one. So I'm going to throw it out there and see what you say. And if you do veto it, I have I have an alternative. But I was going to go for my five and say Joakim Noah. No, that's fine. He represented France. That was in the rules. That's fine then. Was it a Eurobasket he represented him? Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going to allow it because it was Eurobasket and uh, and not World Cup. Or... He had France on his jersey. All that matters. Oh, okay. Joakim Noah. Uh, he was on my list, hence why I was kind of expecting it. <laughs> now, uh, so you have to play ahead. You have to think about what you can do. Uh, I'm trying to. Not a lot of very good backcourt players, but at the minute, there's a lot of better frontcourt players. So. Mm-hmm. That's the, the predicament I'm in. I might have messed up by putting cool coach in there. <laughs> um, hmm. Should we set a timer on this or something, no? Uh, yes. <laughs> the joys of uh, a live draft. Right, exactly. This is what's going to throw me because I want to fill my backcourt out with current players. But right, sorry, I am going to go Luke Longley at the five. Okay. So I know I've got Troy's vote at least. You do instantly. <laughs> okay. I know there's a lot better players available. That's. Well, yeah, actually, no, you've already got your five, so that's all right. Yes, I do. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go for a... I'm going to go for... Oh, this is tough. Okay, I'm going to go for Luol Deng. At the three? At the three. Yeah. That was my second choice. Right, now this is where it gets interesting. On to our three current NBA players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to do it. I wanted to fill my backcourt out, but at the four, I'm going Yanis. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for uh, my point guard. And I'm going to take Luka Doncic. Also. Right. Well, I will go for my... 
shooting guard, my two, and I will go SGA. Yeah. Gilgis Alexander. That was my preferred choice as well. Okay. So I have a point guard, a center, and a small forward. So I need a shooting guard and a power forward. So at power forward, I think I'm going to go with Pascal Siakam. Ooh, yeah, he was second on my list. Right, so to round my five out at the point, and I've got the one I wanted, Jamal Murray. Ah, very good. So all Canadian backcourt. Mm. Okay. Um, so I am just down to my shooting guard before we go into our wild cards, right? So I'm going to go for Franz Wagner as my shooting guard. Yeah, I was looking at him, my, one of my German friends. Yeah, it was either going to be him or Bogdan. Um, I was kind of kind of a toss-up between the two, to be honest. Yeah, see, I had him more of a, a three than a two as well, but he is listed as a two as well on mm -hmm. certain outlets. So, right. For my wild card, got to go German. And it is Dirk. Dirk. Yep. That's a great shout. And I'm going to go quite quickly and uh, go for a five. And I'm going to take Hakeem Olajuwon. Ooh. Can't. Uh, he was one of my and he played for Team USA. Oh, there was a lot, lot of um, thingy about him when he because he played for Nigeria youth. Right, yeah. you're right. So I will change that yeah. up then for my my up. which is a backup to my point guard, and I'm going to go with Steve Nash. Ooh, good talk. He was on. He was my second. If I didn't get Dirk. Canadian. Mm -hmm. Seems to have a lot of Canadian backcourt players in there. <laughs> Which I'm sure will please our American listeners. <laughs> so yeah, I will run down my team. At one, Jamal Murray. Two, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Three, Tony Kukoc. Four, Yanis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Five, Luke. And at six, Dirk Nowitzki. That is a strong team. Right, okay. So I have Luca at the point. I have Franz Wagner at the shooting guard position. Luel Deng in a small forward position. Pascal Siakam in power forward. And Joachim Noah at centre. And my wild card is Steve Nash. So, yeah, they're the teams. Uh, obviously, I will put them out onto Twitter. Um, where a lot of people tend to vote before they actually know the rules. And I'm not going to lie, <laughs> them teams look random as anything. They really do. So I guess you're going to have to listen to the rules to understand why Tony Kukoc is playing alongside Yanis and SGA. Correct. <laughs> um, and yeah, there were some uh, some good players not not put out there. There was. Usual. Um. Obviously, a lot in action at the minute. 
some good young international players as well. I found mm-hmm. Josh D, uh, Jeremy so- Sochan, your boy, your Milton Keynes boy. Yeah. Um, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, depending which way you want to look at him. Tend to find a lot of bigs. Mm. Tend to be. <laughs> That's why I didn't know who to go for with my big because I thought you could get Jokic, Embiid, Vooch. Yes. Um, you know, but anyway, they're the teams. And on that note, I will read our partnership with uh, USA Sports. USA Sports is a UK based sports merchandise retailer. They cover the NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB and Formula One. From hats to hoodies, there's something for everyone. From Chicago Bulls to Red Bull and everywhere in between. So go check them out on all the socials and on the website usasports.co.uk and at checkout enter the code CREDUK for 15% off. That's CREDUK for 15% off. Right. As we started in the last episode, we're just going to throw out a couple of trivia questions. Um, improve our knowledge, improve your knowledge. No prizes. Um, let us know in the comments on here, on YouTube. I think you can comment on Spotify as well. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Or, obviously, on Twitter in the um, the comment section on there. And this time is Neil with the question. Yes, so I've gone for who was the man responsible for drafting Michael Jordan? And that is to the Chicago Bulls and not Nike. (laughs) That is to the Chicago Bulls, not Nike, yes. Yep. So yeah, like I say, let us know in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter or Facebook, wherever you feel like commenting. Um, and please do, because we want to see your comments. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got nothing else. don't know if you have. Nope. We might have upset enough people over this one. Quite possibly. <laughs> but, anyway, that's what's new. So, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, like I say, let us know in the comments. But for on Game 7, all the good stuff. And as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRidUK. And you can find us on all the socials at CRED UK. And you can find me on Twitter at Neil CRED UK. On behalf of us both and the Fans First Sports Network, thanks once again to everyone for tuning in. Whether you're watching or listening, please subscribe, rate and review and give us a thumbs up on YouTube. From Matt and myself, remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever you are in the world. Until next time, CRED people. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.